Hi, my name is Mike LaHood, midfielder for New York Cosmos, and you're listening to First Team Podcasts. Cosmos Country, welcome back to another episode. Uh, the Cosmos won by a scoreline of two to nothing. It was a great performance by the guys out there against uh, the Jacksonville Armada FC. Tony Mayola with his first coaching uh, match under uh, his belt so far, but it is a loss. But the Jacksonville Armada played a great matchup. Uh, but the New York Cosmos got their second straight win at home, which was which was great. Six points, top of the table on goal differential. Gio, what was the uh, positives out of uh, your books tonight? No, they controlled the the game, the Cosmos. It was back and forth in the first half, you know? Yeah. And uh, I thought, like, the Armada had a lot of chances, but they couldn't finish, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And uh, the Cosmos had not great chances at the beginning, but... But I think our mother had better chances. But they were going back and forth, defense, defense, attacking, and then it was defense right away. They were taking the ball away from each other. The great part about this sort of different Cosmo squad is that they're all for attacking, but even when they don't have the ball, they're always going after the ball. They're, they really want to pressure their opponent to get the ball. So uh, throughout the match, there was tons of that. The Armada couldn't really hold possession. Uh, and that's just really how the Cosmos play on a week-by-week basis. So once again, three points for the New York Cosmos, which is huge on week two of the Cosmos season. Tony Mayola, on the other hand, has a lot of work to do. Gio, what do you think he needs to improve within the squad going into week two, maybe uh, against Miami FC to get three points? He's got to maybe see the way they play. Miami FC is another strong game, another strong team, you know? I yeah. Think they should have won the first game, but they they, they gave a, a. What was that team? Like, they gave them a penalty shot at the time. Huh? The Fort Lauderdale Strikers? Yeah, they got a penalty shot, so I really, Miami should have had three points too at the first game. Yeah, I just think that Jacksonville, and we saw this with the Fury as well. I, I just think, see, with the Armada, their first match was against the Cosmos. And coming to New York is no easy task at all. It doesn't matter what team comes to Hofstra, but with uh, the Armada, they had their first week off and they had to scout the Cosmos. And that's really hard with this very, very, very deep Cosmos squad uh, coming into it. And... Uh, they play their hardest, and at halftime it was one nothing, yeah. and that was a very. It's something it that it was everybody's game, anybody's game, one nothing. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Uh huh. Uh-huh. But they had a lot of chances, but they missed. They missed uh, the net. They went high, you know. Uh, they had open people, and 
they try to shoot from far away and they miss wide on the net, you know. So that just goes to show you that even though they lost two to nothing, there's so many positives to take away from the Armadas and stuff like that. But they couldn't finish. They couldn't pass to the right people. Or they 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 had a lot of great chances. I'm telling you, they had a lot of breaks. The Cosmos had those kind of breaks in the first half. Yeah. So best of luck to uh, to Tony Mayola on his uh, coaching job with uh, the Armada. A lot of people have high hopes for the Armada, a revamp suicide. So uh, just shouts out to Tony Miola, uh, a very hometown kid in the Tri-State area. Um, so best of luck to Tony Miola. And moving on next week, facing Indy 11, which is going to be a huge, a huge match for the Cosmos as well. Last season, we always saw them face them, and it always ended in a draw. So with this Cosmos side on fire, Gio... Do you expect another draw next weekend? What, for Cosmos? Yeah, Cosmos Indy. It always ends in a draw. What do you think? I see a victory. Another three points. Yeah, I just think that Indy, they drew against the Fury uh, this past weekend at the end of well, week the Fury's two. Fury's not strong. Fury's not strong. Yeah, they're not, they're, they're not the team that they were last season. Yeah, because they lost some plays and the coach left and everything is a new chemistry and everything you know what I'm saying they lost that player caveman (laughs) yeah Tom Hyman you know so everything changes you know yeah so my score prediction um, for Indy uh, and Cosmos I predict Cosmos winning by a scoreline of 2 to nothing I I predicted 3 nothing tonight uh, and this is Sunday they almost had 3 nothing they hit the crossbar yeah it was really really close Arietta with the first goal, and uh, and Adam Moffitt again with his. Oh, he had a, he had another chance, and uh, then it was like it was supposed to be a penalty shot. Gonzati got tripped in a box, and and Moffitt could have had a second goal if he would have stopped the ball instead of shooting right away. You know, his momentum was going towards the net. He went to kick the ball, he put it over the net. Yeah, so. Uh, it been five nothing. Right on with what Gio said. Uh, it's going to be a tough matchup against Indy. Playing at Indy is another tough task as well. Going on our first road trip for the New York Cosmos. Uh, playing a first road game is going to be difficult, especially Indy. We draw a lot against Indy 11. Um, so that is going to be the number one key is to uh, not draw, really. So my keys to the match as well is the score early on against Indy. We saw that against the Armada. They had to score early, and they did. And that's what really propelled them to that's winning. What last week. That's what they did last week. Let's do the same thing. They scored two goals going to the half. You know what I'm saying? They scored two goals when they went to the half. Against um, the first team was, uh, the first game was what? Against the Fury? Oh, the Fury was like uh, 2 nothing Cosmo at the half. And then the, the total, the final score was 3 nothing. And yeah. this one was only one nothing at the half, but the other team had a chance to put it, you know, to tie it up and make it even. A lot of chances. They couldn't finish. But I thought at the beginning it was like a fight because it was like defense. Every time the Cosmo had the ball, they lose it right away. And Armada was moving up the field really quick than the Cosmo, you know? But it was like they took the ball away from them at the last minute all the time. They called, the, the, the Armada, the, the Cosmo would like stop them going to the net so they couldn't finish what they wanted to do, you know what I'm saying? So they, they ruined every chance they had. And they must have got frustrated, you know, they got mad, you know. 
But they had a good lot of chances. Great chances. Maybe next week, Armada, what they have to do is probably like put different people instead of the, some other people that had it in the front and change the chemistry. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, with the Armada, uh, I just think that they need to gel as a squad. It's only week two. It's really early yeah, on in the. Game. It's really early on in the uh, in the campaign. Um, so, this is not a downer for any Armada supporter out there. You lost to New York two nothing, but accept it for what it is. You guys have to work on some things going on uh, within Miami FC match next week. But talking about the keys to the match deal, what do you think besides scoring first? What do you think that the Cosmos need to do uh, to win on their first road match of the uh, spring season? What they have to do? Yeah. They won two games so far at home, back-to-back wins. And uh, what they got to do in the road? Oh, scoring first is great. You put a pressure on the other team. You know what I'm saying? Also, I think they need to uh, they need to control the play, like hold the possession. the possession. I like the possession. Keep the ball on your foot. Let them chase you. Let them get red cards. Let them get you know fouled. You know, like uh, the referee looking at them like, oh, they're getting a yellow card. Now the guy that got a yellow card, he can't make a same foul again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. And that's the Cosmos game is uh, ho- holding the possession, c- controlling that's the game. I think in the first half, they tried to have the possession, but they kept losing the ball. And that just goes to show you how tough the Armada are and they want to get the ball back. Uh, but the Cosmos fought really hard. Yeah. And uh, against the Armada, uh, going back to that matchup, Nico Kronjar got his first start in the Cosmos shirt, which is huge. He made an, a substitute appearance uh, against the Fury, but now he finally gets a start, which is very, very great with, with the Cosmos. He signed with a a ten match uh, deal during the spring season, so it's really going to be hard for him to impress because he needs to fight for that starting role. So, Nico Kronjar, did you like him getting the start today? Yeah, I liked it. He played really good, and uh, he did so many good things and. And uh, he set up the goal for the second goal in the second half to Moffitt. You know, he passed it to him. As soon as he passed it to him, Moffitt put it in. He didn't wait two seconds. He just put it right in. You know, deep the goal and put it right in. You know, but he had a lot of chance. He, he touched the ball so many times that he set up a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so if you're a Gio, or you are Gio, but you're not Giovanni Sarese. I am Gio. Yeah, do you expect Nico Kronjar to get the start against Indy 11? Because I feel like he needs to impress early on to see if he may yeah, stay around in the start. fall. He's going to start, and I think they're going to put Lucky instead of uh, Bova. Don't you mean uh, Arietta? Huh? Oh, you're saying instead of Bova on the wings? I don't know. Lucky plays what? Striker? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so Gio's sort of putting it out there because Bova got so hurt tonight. He would like to see maybe Lucky on the left side of the midfield. I don't know if we've ever saw that before, but if sort of Gio throws it out there, it would be a cool shout just because Lucky hasn't got minutes so far this season. He's not playing. Every last year, he's to play every game. Yeah, he was a very consistent player. And now he's getting, you know, you get that feeling like, oh, they're going to trade me. They're going to get rid of me. You know, they're not using me no more. You know, last game, the first game of the season, he played a half. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What are you going to do? I, I really think that they told him about this project that they have. A very deep team. And there's competition. And Gio likes the competition um, that 
uh, is on the team right now. So they have to fight for the spot. So maybe Lucky is not showing well in training maybe uh, to get selected, but he got uh, selected for the 18 against the Armada. I don't think so. He He's always ready, and when he comes to the stadium, he's always ready to play. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't say that about him, that, oh, probably didn't see you at practice. He always comes ready to play, and he's always ready, you know, he's always ready. When you see him, he comes in the field, he's excited. He's always running after the ball, try to get the ball, try to score, you know? Yeah, and what I like about this sort of revised new team, whatever you want to call the uh, 2016 New York Cosmos, I, I really like that each week ev- everyone's talking about who should start up front. And I think that conversation is really great. Haro Arietta got the start for two two matches so far this season. So do you think we may see Haro maybe? You said Lucky maybe. Who would you like to see a start up front? Because Haro got the goal as well as first goal for the New York Cosmos. He played great. You know what I'm saying? I liked him. He took the ball on his own and he created a lot of chances. A lot of chances. You know what I'm saying? Like when two people try to stop him, they can't stop him. They put two people to stop him. He went right through them like a bull, you know, like a runaway train. And then he went right into the box and the guy tripped him. But then while you're trying to take the ball away from him, he passed to somebody else's right open, waiting for the put in the net, you know. So they're all good. They're all good players, but you know what I'm saying? But depends on the defense or the other team. And uh, talking about the defense, the Cosmos defense from week one to week two, got massively improved, which was yeah, huge they, for they the New York Cosmos. Ball, nobody goes in front of the net with with the ball in their foot. They make sure the ball comes off the foot, away from the foot. Yeah, the back line was very strong. Ayose, Jimmy, Oxford, uh, Hunter Freeman, uh, loads, loads of great players on yeah, the squad. They have no chances. No chance for them to shoot the ball. Every time they got a chance to shoot the ball... They always shoot the ball like uh, shoot the ball wide or high. You know what I'm saying? They never got a clean, good look shot on net. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mara, right? Yeah. He didn't have to make a huge, huge save on net. Like like when they say like, oh, how many shots on target? Like you know, shots on on goal. Like shots shots on goal. Oh my God! Like 50 shots. But how many shots on target that the goalie really had to make a save? He didn't have to make no huge save. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's what tells you about the team, you know? And uh, sort of the keys for Indy. So let's go back to previewing Cosmos Indy. Uh, a great match a great match against the Armada. But m- moving forward to Indy New York Cosmos, oh, they always draw the keys to the match for GONI. Uh, score first, number one. Number two, the defense has to stay the same as well. The background was very strong, so if they if they stay com- co- compact, I would really expect another clean sheet. Uh, no goal scored as well. Jimmy Mauer not getting tested is really huge. But when he does get tested, he's up for the fight as well. He's up to save everything that comes his way. He had a great punch as well. I think this was only a, a couple of chances uh, that went uh, in the Cosmos half as well. So, uh, so number one, score early to control the play. Three, defense has to be intact. Yeah, but what I'm saying too, even if they get a tie, I know it's sad you're not getting another three points. You have nine points. You know what I'm saying? But if you get a tie, you, you got seven points. You're still on top of the league. You know what I'm saying? You're still in first place. If the results go our way uh, within week three, yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
If you got week three, you got nine points. You're on your way to probably to win in the, you know. The spring season? Spring season. You know, that's what they want to do. You lock up the playoff spot ready. You know what I'm saying? So can we get a, a score prediction for you on a uh, on the upcoming match, Indy near Cosmos? Maybe a 2 nothing, 3-1. I don't know. And uh, what player do you think uh, we should watch out for on the Cosmos? Uh, looking within week one and week two, what player really excites you going into uh, the Indy? I just watched him today. He's amazing. You know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm trying to say to you? So Sebastian Gonzati is Gunzati, your guy? No, Gonzati, like, what I'm trying to say to you, you know, you stay, your eyes are on the computer typing and everything. When I'm, watching, I'm just trying to cover the game. But I'm saying to you, when I watch the game, I watch the plays. You see Gonzati, when they have to get the ball, he doesn't matter who's trying to stop or who's running next to him. He's running 100 miles an hour with the ball and like a runaway bull, like a runaway train. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what he's doing. It doesn't matter. And then when the people go in front of him to slow him down, he goes left or right. He keeps on going. You know what I'm saying? That's what he does. He's amazing. And then um, Arango, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was mad because he took a shot from far away in the first half, and uh, he missed the whole net. Just went over the over the crossbar. You know what I'm saying? And he was, you could see in his face, he was mad. He started cursing himself out. You know? He missed the whole net. And for him, it was like probably saying, what I do that for? You know what I'm saying? I could have passed it. But he took a shot on net. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he thought like, okay, I know who I am. I know what I could do. I know I did that before. But he missed the whole pitch of the net. That's it. What I really like about Juan Arango and what the Cosmos do really every season is that they get that experienced players. And I know I talked about it. Gio talked about it throughout the offseason. But it really, it really shows you how great this team is and how great Gio and his staff is to bring these players in. You, you, ha- you have Marco Sanna in from the beginning for I think it was like three or four seasons he played Marco Sanna in the midfield. And when we had Marco Sanna, I never thought of a day I would watch the Cosmos and never see Marco Sanna start in the midfield. And, and then we finally see that day. And now we have Juan Arango in the midfield, top of the golden boot list right now with, with, I think, two goals at the moment. Two goals. What I'm trying to say to you, what I'm trying to say to you, like, okay, we lost Senna and Raul, right? The top Uh players across the world, right? But then turn around, right away, the Cosmos and Gio and everybody, the staff, they got all great plays again. And people might say, oh, my God, how are we going to do this this year? We lost Senna and Raul, Right? And now what happens is it looks like we didn't lose a beat. You know what I'm saying? We didn't lose nothing. You know what I'm saying? We didn't miss nothing. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm trying to say to you, it looks like it doesn't matter. Like the first game they played the first week, right? Opening season, what happened? Arango scored two goals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now to the round, was, uh, the first goal was from who? Harrow. Arietta, Arietta, and then Moffitt. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm saying to you, Moffitt scored less game the second goal or third goal, third goal. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm saying to you, it doesn't matter who comes to the game to play, right? The play is, is always somebody stepping up every week. You know what I'm saying? It's not like some teams like in Europe or whatever, you got the same play always scoring like 40 goals a season. You know what I'm saying? 
Over here, let's say, okay, they stopped Orango. Guess what? Somebody else came up and scored. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They always find those people that come in and score. You know? And that just, again, shows you how great this team is, deep, how deep, deep it is. Deep, really deep team. You know what I'm saying? On the bench, oh, the guy is hurt. He can't play for two, three weeks. Guess what happened? We put this guy in here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's... And even a substitution. When you make the substitution in the second half, you got three substitutions to make. They're still deep play. It's not like saying, oh, I put like a star player on a team... On the, in the first half, and now I got to put like a young kid just come out of college. No, you got a deep team. You know what I'm saying? You got a deep team. Even though when you do a substitution in, in the second half, you know? Yeah, you're bringing, like what Gio said, you're not taking off like your talented player and bringing in like a, a youth player. Yeah. You're bringing in talent for talent, which is very, very yeah. important yeah. Uh, for the then, New York Cosmos. You, the, the opposition, the other team, is going to say, Oh, yeah, they're putting that guy in, and we're still going to get be scared. We're still going to be afraid. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh, 100%. Still going to be afraid because they could still put the ball in the net. You're still going to watch what they're doing. You're not going to relax. You can't relax. So, Indy 11, upcoming opponent. Uh, we should watch out for them as well. But uh, Indy 11 has a new manager in Tim Hakinson, he used to manage the San Antonio Scorpions when the Cosmos first came in the league. The guy with the white hair, he's really old. Uh, it's a short description of VRA podcast. Uh, if you don't know who he is, search him up on Google. He's a great manager, but the problem with Tim is that he doesn't stay in one club for a long time. So that's going to be the, wor- the worry for Indy 11 and their supporters. Uh, can we keep Tim around for the long time? And the challenge is probably strong enough to keep him around. But the Indy 11... They took a lot, a lot of players from the Fury. So the Fury had a lot of players that handed in transfer requests, and most of them went to uh, Indy Eleven. So uh, it's really going to feel like a championship final rematch, even though the Cosmos didn't play the uh, Indy Eleven, but played the players that were on the Fury, if you know what I mean. Uh, so it's going to be a very tough matchup. Indy Eleven have some great players as well, and this game last season has grew to be maybe a big rivalry come um, Saturday night. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a tough game, but I feel like they're going to come on top. So two nothing uh, is our score predictions. It could be two, it could be two nothing or three one Cosmo. You can send in your score predictions. Uh, you can tweet us at one team pod. Uh, but moving on, let's talk about the U.S. Open Cup. And the Cosmos always have that ambition. We want to win it. We we want to do good. Uh, we want to go far. Uh, and. Uh, I feel the same way. I think Gio feels the same way as well. But we always are excited for the matches within the cup. But the team never feels like they're... Not that they're not up for it, but the roster doesn't feel strong enough. But talking about the deep team, I think this year might be our year. I'm not trying to overhype it. I'm not trying to be biased because I'm a Cosmos fan. But I just think this is the year, guys. This is the year. It's all going to happen. Yeah, I hope this year is the year because two years in a row, they got they got beat up by Philly, you know, penalty shots. Well, no, was it penalty shots? I think penalty it was shot. extra time. I remember. I remember yeah. the referee gave us. Yeah. I think gave Ayuse a red card. Yeah. So, and then the, after that, the second year was with the Red Bulls. We got knocked out from the Red Bulls. 
and we, we were at that match, and it was a very heartbreaking match. I've never felt like I wanted to cry at a match, but that was a match that I wanted to cry at. There was what three one, and a lot of people say, "Oh, the scoreline didn't reflect how they played," and it really didn't reflect it at all. The Cosmos played a great matchup, had some mistakes, but I think this year is the year because we have so much depth. Uh, we have players that have so much experience within the U.S. Open Cup. Mike Lahoud was on the podcast. He even talked about how important it is. He went to two, um, what went to two U.S. Open Cup finals. So it's huge. It's a very huge tournament for the Cosmos as an organization. But I truly think this year is the year. Yeah, I hope this year they do a good job. And I think, yeah. And I think we're going to learn a lot more. Um, on June 1st, I think, is when uh, we're going to learn a, a, a lot more. I don't know if we're going to learn more about our opponent or if that's when we're going to play the match. Uh, the U.S. Open Cup, you can follow them on Twitter as well. Uh, but thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the First Team Podcast. Uh, it was sort of like a bit of a short one, but this was on the ride home um, from uh, the Cosmos match. We wanted to talk about it when it was fresh in our mind, and it was a great a great chat. I truly enjoyed it. Thanks, Gio, for coming on. Hopefully, we can have you on real soon. Yeah, it was great. Ciao. And you can follow Gio on Twitter at First Team Gio. Follow me on Twitter at JVachante1. And follow the podcast on Twitter at One Team Pod. Check out our new website, firstteampod.com. Yeah, we will have shirts on there real soon. You can buy them online. And uh, peace out, everyone. And as always, let's go New York Cosmos. Yeah, just want to give a shout out to the five points. Borough boys up in the Del Cosmos and the Cross Island yeah. crew. Uh, uh, yeah, it's New York street and white. What we bleed, you see and fight. Indeed, it seems to be achieving. See, we do and did it right. Cosmo country loving, we above them. I'm just saying. All those lovely songs come and see it and I'm playing. The fact of it is, the rap from tear attacks, passion bliss. Reacts, tap, we win. So fast, racking them in. Whether it's stacked the wing, going back to stand through the mid, cutting the seams. It seems we see anything to be. We got a ball and a dream. Got a ball and a dream. We do. I'm new, it's true. Fancy girl, down for you, no doubt they do. Surrounding you about the views. Like Shouting cues allowed to hear without the dudes. Around my crews, I'm checking that's no excuse. Each session a lesson, it's not about perfection. The work's the test and F's connected like a method. Not breathless at the training, something's gotta be corrected. Progression and acceleration at the start's most suggested. Infected with greatness, potential is spacious. Out the world, just face it, the work becomes contagious. Some may say we made it, but now we've just begun. Sorry if you hate it, because I can tell you that I'm far from done.